The Unstoppable Blueprint Podcast with James Robert Elliott. Right. Welcome, welcome, welcome everyone to the Unstoppable Blueprint Podcast and web show. I've got my, uh, my special guest, Jim O'Leary here on. Uh, we're friends from LinkedIn and now I uh, know colleagues, and this is the magic and power of networking. Uh, we're going to talk about how structure and systems will really ensure your success and, and speed it up a lot as well. So, um, you know, I want to introduce you to Jim. And Jim, just real quickly, high level, tell us about yourself, your, your history. What do you do? Yeah, thanks, James. Uh, Jim O'Leary, I live in New Jersey. I was a longtime uh, Phoenix area native. And uh, I, you know, 20 year, 20 year career um, as an uh, operational leader um, running. Uh, small companies to medium, medium-sized companies scaling one from one to five million, another from you know helping scale them from twenty to two hundred million, and uh, currently uh, COO of a uh, the acquisition network, which it helps people uh, find, source, and give them training on on acquiring businesses, which is cool. something that uh, a lot of people are trying to trying to figure out, and it's and it's pretty challenging. So trying to help people navigate. Uh, you know, I just leverage my operational background to be able to uh, put, you know, kind of bring people, process, and systems together. Nice, nice, nice. Appreciate Which you having me. Beautiful. I, my pleasure. Pleasure to have you here. And this is great because, again, with your background experience, I want to dig into why a lot of either entrepreneurs, businesses, business owners, big or small, fail. And we were talking before the show as well about, like I said, systems, structure, it's even the mindset. And it's, it's that the, almost the project management without being a project manager of all the stuff and projects in our lives. So I love how you mentioned that you know, behind the scenes earlier on our conversation. Um, what would you say, what causes most failure, would you say, in organizations from your view, from your perspective, Jim? Well, it's, <clears throat> I think it's, it's the, you know, you can't have, you can't have sales or you can't, you can have sales but if you don't have the operational infrastructure, at least at a certain level to mm-hmm. back it up yep. and, and to be able to deliver against whatever you've sold, um, you're, you're, you know, that's like a weak, a weak link and you, you're, you know, your process is going to break. If you have all the process and systems in the world, but you don't have the sales funnel, okay. the marketing and sales funnel and, and that engine working, then, then that's broken as well. Right. So it's, it's really like finding and maximizing or optimizing the level of sales and operational infrastructure to keep you to keep you going right first and foremost and then right. as you you know a, as you want to expand and grow then it's how do we how do we build those process and systems that are scalable right so like people don't scale processes do yeah, um system right systems and technology scale people don't so you know at first sometimes people will add a bunch of you know you'll you know, as you're growing, you just throw a bunch of people at it because yeah. everybody knows how to do that, right? Like, okay, and bring people to help me. I need help, right? As a business owner, that's uh, I, I've watched a lot of a lot of folks do that. Sure. And then it's you know you, your your costs get out of control, um, and and it's hard to manage, right? Like, what is everybody really doing? And that you you didn't really set yourself up for success sure. because sure. you know, and I'll call it project management, even though it's not because it's not technically like using the PMP or PMI system to like manage a project, but it's having a structure and systems and process in place in terms of first and foremost, like your, your mental space, mm-hmm. right? Like, okay. Like a lot of, 
I would say most business owners and most business founders that I've met are, are sales-based. The vast majority, not all of them, yeah. but the vast majority that I've worked with have been sales, sales focused. Yeah. And so everybody kind of goes, ooh, process systems. Yeah. Yeah. That's not really right. And, it, and it's like, it's like, but it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be like, uh, you know, a manufacturing manual of like 1.2.4.6.8. And you have a manual that's that's 10, of like, you know, 10,000 pages of, of, you know, ISO 9001 or whatever, right? Systems to, to be able to, to operate your business. It's like, no, just be thoughtful about mm. it, right? Just be purposeful in how you structure and, and trying to understand like, do I have the right people in place? Do I have the right process? And do I have the right systems or technology to, to support my scaling so that I'm not having to throw people at it? And, it, sure. and it's, just, it's just really like, to me, it's that um, in terms of like having the right level of process appropriate for the organization right. at the stage that you're at. And it doesn't have to be a whole lot more than that. Fair. And it, in my opinion, it doesn't have to be overly expensive as well. I mean, it was interesting to your point when I started my business. I, you know, I for a while I didn't even have systems. I had people's names and emails written on papers and stuff, and they would get a lot of little note sticky pads, and they would get lost. And then I upgraded to an Excel spreadsheet and kept track of people that way. And then that was just a disaster too, because I sorted it wrong one day and, and everyone's, e I had different emails for the wrong person, the phone numbers for the wrong person. I'm like, Hey, can I speak to Barb or Sam? And they're like, no wrong number. And just, it got out of control. Plus, you know, it's not scalable. Plus there's all kinds of free, whatever you want, marketing tools, CRMs, there's AI stuff. There's a lot of free databases and stuff too, that you can grow and scale with. And I think I made the mistake of, of, I guess, leaving the corporate world and throwing out all the systems, you know, screw the systems, nuts to that and becoming an entrepreneur, but again, entrepreneurs have systems as well. That's why at least the successful entrepreneurs are able to take a lot of time off. They have systems that track people that tell you when to call them, that email people for you. And again, there's free versions of these too. It'll tell you reminder of this, or you'll let you, you know, keep notes on a client or be able to email certain subsets to your clients. Hey, I have a, I have a, a webinar coming up on sales, or I have a podcast person and he's going to be talking about whatever. So I, I really hear you. When you talk about it's just the these systems and the importance of having these these systems and structures that I even found myself, Jim, there's just the failures that would happen. To your point, I would add people, and I was either agnostic, I would hand it off completely with no monitoring or supervision, or I would micromanage it, or there was no system in place. But it's it, you're, you're thinking, well, you know, just be like me, do what I would do, kind of thing. But people are different; they don't they don't know what to do. Like, what do I do? How do I do it? So just, just do it with me, call people, talk to them, get them engaged or do this or do that. And those systems and structures, and it doesn't have to be complex. Like you said too, it doesn't have to be complex. It can be, can be simple, but it needs to be effective. And like thank you said, then you can scale. I love it. I love it. So switching again, what not to do and why a lot of businesses fail. What have you seen in, in, in your roles and just the work organizations you've worked for as well? What have what has been the things that that I'm pretty sure you're going to say systems and structures and processes, but but what what are the things um, really or or about those specifically that have made them really effective? Or do they need to be complex? Are the complex ones useless? Are they good? Like, tell me more about that. Uh, yeah, complex. The more complex, the the worse it's going to be. I understand when you're a Fortune 100 company and you have layers and layers of people mm -hmm. and you have you know, any technology you want, et cetera, et cetera, right? Like those, those environments, um, highly matrixed, heavily people oriented, 
yeah, you need more complex systems to be able to manage the, the, the level of complexity they have. The vast majority of us are not at that level, right? I was at a hundred, you know, we were at a hundred million dollars and, you know, we had, we had kind of grown and we had, we had gotten some, we had acquired a company and we'd gotten some new uh, teammates and resources and things and brought some people in from the outside that had, you know, kind of, we were able to recruit from some bigger, some bigger talent because we had bigger budgets. And, you know, I, I, I probably wasted, you know, we were trying to do a project that I could have probably got done in three weeks. Hmm. Um, total time could have got done in three weeks, could have ran, you know, I tried a high speed, low drag. Um, but I tried to run a system, right. Um, but we wasted three weeks debating hmm. which project management methodology we should use. Well, do we have to build a race Do we have to build this? I, you know, I want, I want to have an executive, I need an executive sign off and I need this big document, this 10 page, they built a 10 page document. They're like, this is what I used when I was at insert fortune 100 company yeah. name um, to, to do a project initiation process. And I was hmm. like, I go, okay, all of that, all of that, like I, while I appreciate that, like we just wasted so much, we could have had a whole project done almost yeah. if we would have, if we wouldn't have debated this. Um, so I said, Here, here's what I'm going to do. I built a, a one page, like a one slide. Hey, here's a paragraph. What are we trying to accomplish? Who is the team and what are their, what are their roles? And who, who do we, who do we need to be able to be successful? Right? Like we understand the stakeholders. So like list out, like you could list it in one slide and, and say, Hey, you know, you, you, you maybe you, you do five or six, 15 minute pre-communications mm. and this is a hundred million dollar organization, right? Wow. Like this isn't, wow. you know, if you're in a smaller company, like you, you could walk around the office and Hey, here's what we want to do. Like, hey, let's let's all take ten minutes, and you could have you could have wrote it on a whiteboard, hmm. right? Like, whatever whatever your version is, depending on how how big or small your, yep. your organization is, and and literally like that one pager, done. Like, everybody knows what everybody knows what we're doing. Yeah, everybody knows who the people are and what their roles are, and everybody knows who we need to who we need to be accountable to, Fair. and who's going to do the who's going to do the work. Yeah, work. And, and then you can, then you can just kick the project off and actually like dig into doing the work of building whatever process system, whatever you're, whatever it is you're working on. And so, you know, scale that up or down, depending on like, Hey, what if you're a 10 or 20 person company or a 50 person company um, that you're doing, you know, $10 million worth of work. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. That same process, that same process works. You don't have to overthink it. Right. But just be thoughtful yeah. around, Hey, we need to kick this off. We need everybody on the same page. We need to communicate. And, and then we need to assign, like everybody needs to understand what they're doing and what the other people are doing. So you're not having multiple, right. You're not having inefficiency. You're not having three people doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. And then no and one then, doing that to this and no one doing these other two <laughs> things. Right. Like, and, and so that, that to me is, that to me is one way to just simplify it. I love it. Um, and and, you, and then you're purposeful, right? You're purposeful in how you're managing your business and, and how you're approaching the work, and whether that's leveraging, you know, whether you're putting technology in place, whether you're you're you know doing a new, what whatever you know whatever initiative it may be, mm-hmm. um, sure. but not complicated. I like it. And, and my fear again was like, oh, I don't need it yet, or I'm not big enough yet, or it's too complicated. I think a lot of people's fears, whether they're startups, whether they're you know, 10, 20, 50 employees or beyond 100 employees, thousand. I think it's just the, the complexity and the fear of the unknown 
scares people. But like you said, you can have like a one page or a two page or and expand upon that if you need it. It doesn't need to be complex. It does not need to be expensive. There's lots of free tools, free resources out there, you know, whether it's Asana or money.com, whether it's you know, the free version of, of Zoho or of AWeber or MailChimp or whatever the tool, whatever the system you need is, right? Everybody doesn't need Salesforce. You know? No, they don't need to pay for it and they don't need the complexity of it, right? Like you know. there's, there, there are free, to your point, free tools. Uh, hey, QuickBooks for a lot of small, like for, uh, from startups to like a certain size, that, that, that accounting software works great. And it's yeah. a heck of a lot better than putting in Excel or Google Sheets, well, exactly. which I've seen, which both of which I've seen people do as well. And like, oops, I accidentally deleted a <laughs> bunch of transactions or I got my columns out of place or, yeah. or whatever it may be, right? Like um, I mix something up and you can, you can make pretty significant mistakes. Yes, true. I mean, you can, and you can avoid it for not that much money. Yeah. Right. Like yeah, it's, agreed. it's, it's not some crazy investment. And that's, that's the other thing where, you know, be, I, my recommendation is be thoughtful and be practical before you get on the phone with somebody selling some software or something else where you're like, Oh, it could be amazing. And let's do a demo and let's, Hey, what do you, what do you really need? Yeah, yeah. And, and then I guess the other thing that I've always recommended is like, have a good network of people, sure. right. And a lot of business, yeah. a lot of founders, a lot of business owners, they, their, their network and their friends are people that are in the same space or at the same level they are sure. where it's like, be be humble enough to say you don't I don't know what I don't know. And and like I've done that, I've learned so much by oh God, yeah. by just being open and saying, like, hey man, what are you what are you guys using? Right. I I have a buddy that's working. Like, he's a consultant. He worked for McKinsey and, and some other things. And he's like, hey man, what what have you seen? Like here's here's kind of what I'm running into. And he's like, oh, okay, cool. Here's right. Like and, and, and here's, here's this. Yeah. And hey, I mean, McKinsey, like people pay those guys a lot of money, a lot of money, <laughs> a lot of money to, to tell them what to do. And he's like, you don't have to, he's like, don't overclub it. Right. That was, that was his biggest advice. Don't overclub it. Like get the, get the, get the basic thing. And like, just don't commit yourself to some long, long, you know, long expensive commitment. Yeah. And then, and then, you know, but, but get a system, get, have a process in place and then, and then figure out how to scale it as you grow. Very true. And, and, and as, as we've said before, it is hard to scale. I mean, we can be us, we can be the, the entrepreneur life. It's a one person or even 10 person business. And so yeah. I've seen, you know, multi, multi-million dollar organizations while the, the owner or the CEO is still micromanaging everything and, and refuses to let go. It, it's, it's, it happens to a lot of us. I did it too. I did it too. Now I have all these VAs that do all this stuff for me that I don't have to do. Thank goodness. And I can scale and grow and do less of the stuff I don't want to do. But to your point, it's, it's like making sure that giving people the the structure and the system not just the systems but the structure hey here's what to do here's how you do it to your point earlier jim here's who's responsible for this so go see jim or jane or james or fred or sally they're the they're the captain of, of this or that to make sure things get done effectively and don't fall through the, through the cracks and if something does go off the rails okay well this is you know jim's wheelhouse this is james this is sally this is you know monica's wheelhouse so let's okay what happened here how do we fix it versus everyone's like well not my fault it's not me i didn't do it and then you can't fix it at all. You know. Exactly. Exactly. You you've got a that that process also has to be simplified. But I, you know, I I think it's like when you when you break it down, right? You you look at if we're gonna grow, right? Whether you're like, hey, let's say if you're opening additional locations or mm -hmm. like multi-unit, multi-unit business, whatever that is, doesn't industry doesn't matter, but like, <laughs> hey, we want to open 10 locations this year. Can we? Right. Like, well, I can say, you know, if you, if you got the founder saying, or, or, you know, whatever I can sell it, 
awesome. Do we have the, do we have the ability to deliver against it? Right. And, and people say, well, well, how do you scale? How do you, and I'm like, it's not that complicated, right? You look at, you look at, there's a couple of ways to do it. What, what are you trying to do? Okay. We want to, we want to open 10 locations, 10 additional locations this year. Okay. Well, what current team do you have? What capabilities and, and what's their throughput, right? How many, if you, if you didn't add people, you didn't add technology and you didn't add a process, you just, you're operating how you're operating today. How many could you open? Hmm. How many, how many could you stand up and where, where would, where would the process break? And, and if you do that, that quick analysis, right. Ask three people that are directly involved in that or two people that are directly involved in that in your organization, they'll tell you, right. Like operators will tell you, Hey, here's all we can manage. Here's all we can handle. Hmm. Hmm. Um, and you, you know where your break is. Right. Yeah, yeah, you know what and mean. then, and then you back up and say, okay, well, I don't, so I don't probably have enough process and I don't have enough people and I might not have enough technology. Okay, cool. Well, do I have the, do I have the right people? Right. Assess whether you have the the people that got you here. Can they get you there? Right. So that's just an honest, honest assessment. And if you do, then it's then it's well, how many how many people would I have to add in what what disciplines to be able to bump that number from like, hey, I can only with the team I have, I can only do three locations. Well, Mm. I want to get to 10. So like it's probably not it's probably not triple the number of people, but it's like, well, do I need do I need any technology? To, to assist in this process, or do I just need, do we have a good system? And usually your operators will be able to tell you, hey, yeah. we, we haven't really documented everything. If we onboard some new people, we're probably going to need some documentation. So then, then you know, like, hey, we, we might be overshooting um, or we might, we might just have to, you know, we might have to do an earlier ramp on the people to help build out the process to then catch us up as we, as we sell it out. I, I don't know. That's so, but, but don't, don't overcook it. Yeah, I think that's a big thing. Don't overcook it. Don't overcomplicate it. Talk to your people. Ask your people. Listen to your people. And if you don't have people working with you, go ask you know a mentor, a friend, a colleague, us, whoever. Find yeah. someone just to support. Have a coffee. Have a conversation. Or hire someone. Of course, whatever whatever works. I mean, whether you're a sub million dollar you know solopreneur or or you have a few employees with sub million or you're in the in the threes and fives and tens of millions. Great. It's, it's, it's what I'm hearing. It's, it's all about the system to help you grow, probably statement and scope of purpose and practice as well. To naturally stay having the SOPs as standard operating procedures. This is how we do this. So new purple, new sales or new operations or new lead gen or new whatever. The new, they don't, you know, button pushers or, you know, hammer pressers or whatever. Know when they come in, this is what we do, how to do it. This is what we found works really well. And, and yeah, give us feedback if you think this doesn't work or if this hasn't been working or if you'd seen some that works better somewhere else. Let us know. I'm, I'm hearing, listen to your people, ask your people, talk to your people, and also get, get advice, whoever that's from it, that is in the know, a consultant, a friend, a, a business owner that, that ha- is doing what you want to do. And then, and then I think one more, one more thing that I've seen in like, in, in much smaller, uh, or, you know, entrepreneurship environments, Mm -hmm. startup environments is let's say, let's say there is a technology or a system, a service, right. That you want to, you want to buy, like, uh, for instance, I, I somewhere where we wanted to farm out all the sales to a a sales organization because Mm -hmm. it was the founder was like, I'm tired of selling. I'm selling everything. I, I, I tried to build a, I built a team. I've wasted a bunch of money. It didn't work out like I wanted to. I'm not a really good sales manager, but we have to figure it out. So like, yeah. maybe we'll hire an outside organization. No problem. If that's right, like, okay, yeah, that's a viable, there's, that's a viable strategy, right? Yeah, like, and, but what my advice would be 
in, in watching that uh, deployed well and also deployed not so well, uh, varying results, is when you, when you go to find these companies that do this, service or tech, whatever, you're doing demos, it doesn't matter what it is. Either one, be really disciplined in your approach to mm. how you're going before you talk to anyone. Okay, what are the things, what are my care abouts? What are the things most important to me? What do I have to have? And, okay. and what, what are the things that like would be nice to have, but aren't essential? And mm. then And then write those down. And then as you're going through that, stick to that because I've watched people like get sold or buy the first thing. Oh, this guy sounded great. He's going to, they're, they're going to solve it for me. Awesome. Mm -hmm. I'm going to stroke him a big check and it's, well, it's 25 grand to set it up. And then it's that they get to cover the revenue and et cetera, et cetera. And I was like, I was like, sounds great. These guys are, these guys are amazing. My advice, we find two more companies that do the exact same thing. And, and you, and you never buy, you never buy before you do it. Uh, you know, you, you compare three organizations or three sets of software that, that do the same service. Um, because I've watched people, uh, you know, in the company I'm in currently, like oh, every time, every time we go back through kind of the vendor list or we're, we're talking about, you know, finance um, or budgets or whatever, it's like, oh, I wish I wouldn't have done X. I really mm. got, that just didn't work. And it's like, well, how did you, you know, and I ask questions. Well, how did you, it was before I came. So like, how did you, how did you get to that decision? Well, I just, I, you know, I met this guy and we talked and I thought it was going to be great. And I, I paid for it. And I was like, well, you didn't. And, and the, one of the first things I said when I came onto the team was like, Hey, three vendors for everything. Everything we do is three. Um, and I was in supply chain. So it was like, I, I always wanted, I always wanted three vendors, uh, no matter what, like if I had a core supplier, I still wanted two other options in case something happened in case. Well, true. Issues. You never, exactly. Right? You, you just, back up, redundancy, right? right? Yeah. Like just, redundancy. just from a redundancy standpoint, but then you're also preventing yourself from making an emotional decision and, sure. and sure. either spent wasting money or, or then wasting I'm... time, energy and effort, right? Like yeah. buying the wrong thing. It's true. It's true. And I like that. It's like, it's like on one hand, avoid procrastinating and overthinking, waiting forever and overcomplicating, overbaking it. It's your point, though, yeah, you know, have a couple of, I mean, there's scientific proof, actually, that our brain enjoys and likes and thrives on evaluating two or three different things when we're making any decision. So it's like, okay, I, have a, I feel comfortable, I feel good I've evaluated versus that emotional excitement of, okay, they're going to solve all my problems. I've done it too, by the way, I've done it too. And then we sure, all have, didn't all work, have. <laughs> or, or it could have worked better or it could have gone better or, or whatever. But that, that, you know, and this has been great. I appreciate you being on here, Jim, and you helping contribute to, to people and to, to leaders, to businesses as well. Uh, if someone wants to connect with you, you know, what's the best way for them to connect with you? Is it LinkedIn? Is it an email? Yeah, How can link, connect? LinkedIn. LinkedIn's by far the easiest um, way to connect with me because that's, you know, I'm, I'm on there all the time. I, I, you know, we built a pretty decent network and uh, I, I would love to connect with anybody that, that has thoughts, ideas, um, could use my help. Or, you know, I could, you know, just even just trading ideas or picking my brain. Like I'm happy to, I'm happy to connect and talk with anybody about, like, I'm passionate about this kind of stuff. Right on, and, I love it. And so, so I, I, you know, I've been, I've been doing it for a while. So I, I, I've at least seen, seen enough to say like, Hey, here's a, I've seen it work well this way. I've seen it, you know, maybe these couple ways. And then I've seen it fail this, you know, like, and Hey, I don't have a perfect track record either. Like I've made emotional decisions. I've right been, on, yeah. I've lacked. I've either procrastinated too much or lacked discipline in, in a decision-making process. Cause I got, I got wrapped up emotionally in like sure. a sales pitch or something, right. We've all done it. Yeah. Um, and then it's, then it's really like, how do you, how do you thoughtfully like extricate yourself? So I just, I try to, I try to bring that uh, a disciplined mindset 
to to everything I do so that I honestly prevent myself from from stepping in the wrong pothole. Right on, right on. And then of course the action step is taking action, not lightly. Like I said, don't overthink, don't overbake, and without it yeah. taking forever. So this is awesome. I appreciate it. I'll have to have yeah. you back on because this will open up a whole new conversation. Thanks for uh, joining today, giving some value. Yeah, thanks for having me. Pleasure, appreciate brother. Thank it, you. Cheers. Thanks. Thank you.